0: Welcome back to our final few minutes of the Bulls and the Bears Radio Hour, sponsored by Online Trading Academy. Once again, for those of you that joined us somewhere in the middle of the show, I am Aaron Warby, and I am joined today and almost, almost every week by the incomparable Nigel Cabe. Yeah, almost. You're right. Almost. Occasionally, I do it without you, but it's more often that I'm (laughs) not here. (laughs) Yes, yes. You did it that once. Yeah. That was good, too. Maybe we should do it more often. Um, anyway, we want to finish up this hour by discussing a couple of other things. I want to get to the debt crisis before we get to the debt crisis. I want to bring up one other thing. Um, you know, I, I try every week to, to use the, um, the people that I've worked with to kind of bring out lessons because Mm -hmm. we identify with people in real life situations. All right. So here's the real life situation. Had a man recently that lost his job And now he's desperate to find a way forward so that he's not eating up his savings. And of course, he had been listening to the show. And so he came in because he thought, all right, yes, I've heard that uh, trading can be a secondary stream of revenue, secondary source of income Mm -hmm. and um, or a primary source of income. And so now that I've been laid off, it's time for me to uh, to start this journey. Yeah. All right. And so he's talking to me and he's a little bit frustrated because he wants to start trading and investing. And we've, you know, he just got through with the three-day class. So now he feels like he's got some information and he wants to move forward. And he wants to actually start his journey. He wants to start trading, um, do some practicing with us and stuff like this. And his wife is there saying, no, honey, after you get a job and we get stable income again, then you can start trading, investing. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me. Saying, "Hey, I want you to talk my wife out of this, right? <laughs> all right. Help me, yeah. yeah, help me, help her." Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I asked him a couple of questions, and I uh, one of the questions was, "All right, hey, um, you know, is this something that uh, you you want to work?" And he says, "Hey, look, it's all I've got. It has to work." And immediately, I said, "I agree with your wife. Yeah, don't uh, do it right now."
1: It, when when people become a little more desperate, and they need something, and they need it right now, they tend to cut corners occasionally, um, or, or, or they or, get overly emotional. Yes. And that is really hard to control or bring that back versus if you're starting out from a better place. And just as a misconception that people have, there's not very many people in the market that go into the market with a greedy mindset and are highly emotional that do very well. No. And you also have to think, hey, just because I'm throwing a thousand dollars, or ten thousand dollars, or hundred thousand dollars at the market, it's not going to a thousand times times itself magically, right? There's it, it, that yeah. that the reality of trading is that doesn't really happen that often,
0: right? Yeah, emotional, desperate people do emotional, desperate things. Yeah, the market is already emotional. Being more emotional or bringing more emotion to the market is not going to help you. <laughs> it's going to hurt you. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the professional. <laughs> does everything possible to be disciplined, stripping emotional out of it, Mm -hmm. right? Here is the probability set. Here's the way it's been moving. I recognize the patterns because I recognize the patterns. I have a higher probability of seeing where it's going to turn around Um, either up or down. And because of that higher probability, what I need to do is control my risk to the downside. And now my higher probability is going to lead me into profits. And that's the professional mindset. Mm -hmm. The desperate mindset is, Ooh, look at that, that shoot up. I need to tag along. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh no, it's dropping. I've got to sell. Uh, Well, that's a great way to, to sell low and buy high. Yeah. All right. Um, and, and that's what emotional... There's a reason that 80% of the people that are that are trading them, themselves in the markets that are novices, 80% of them lose. Yeah. And it's because they don't have the professional mindset, this is how it actually works, this is what it's supposed to do. All right. Um, and the market, if you really want to see how, how uh, emotion plays in the market, look at the difference in between 2000... Well, 1996 and today. Mm-hmm. And compare it to... I don't know, the the 1940s through the 1980s. Only professionals were in the markets during those time periods, and you saw very little variation in the prices. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But all of a sudden we hit 1996 where the internet democratizes it and everybody can get in, and now we've got crazy highs and crazy lows. And you've got— And 80% of people losing instead of— almost everybody winning.
1: And your average true ranges are extended because of all the emotion and the trading and the in and out and the greed. And it's just, it's nasty.
0: Yeah. We have a six step process that steps through. Am I looking, you know, is is what I'm seeing, is that actually correct? Yeah. And now I've got a really high probability. If I've gone through all of those six steps, I've got a high probability of being right. Number one. And if I'm wrong, I have got a great risk management plan where I'm not going to lose much if I lose. Mm Right. Right. All right. That's the way you have to approach the market if you want to be there. What I want to talk about now, though, I wanted to get to this, is the debt crisis upon us. So I I think this is
1: probably one of the most... uh Underrated things that is happening. And also, I think it is the thing that Jerome Powell has been a little bit shocked about. I think that when he started raising interest rates, he expected people to slow down spending because they had a little bit less money.
0: Well, and all economists do, right? Because economists believe that we all act in our best best interest long term.
1: Which I don't think is we actually don't. true. No. Yeah, what, what we do is
0: is we're, we're still, you know, not far separated from the animals. The majority of people take the easy easy out, mm-hmm. right? We just do the easiest thing possible. And if the easiest thing happens to be, oh, look, I'm out of money, but I still want to go to the movie, movies. Or, oh, look, I'm out of money, but, um, you know, some shrimp right now would be really good. I, I can only <laughs> afford bread, but I really want shrimp. Yeah. You know, then they pull out the credit card and they put it on there. You know, so, you know, the, the thing is, is that household debt has soared at the fastest pace in 15 years and credit cards are the majority of that debt, of the yeah. household debt. And that's, you know, that, that's, there's a lot of reports talking about this and that's a real warning sign. And this is why, uh, you know, Walmart and and Target and places like that are saying, yeah, we know that we've been predicting that things are going to be harder in the future. And we've seen a little bit of that. You know, there's been some pullback in spending in retail spending, mm-hmm. but we're expecting a lot more in the future. Yeah. And when they said that last month, Walmart just dove, right? And was, whew. yeah. And anybody willing to say that that's, that's exactly what happened. And what they're looking at is they know that, that credit cards are a bandaid. Eventually that bandaid stops being useful. Yeah. All right. That credit card runs out. And now what do you do? Because now not only do you have less money than you're used to spending, but now you have a big credit card bill that you've got to pay every month, which decreases the spending to everything except the credit card. Yeah. Right. And so now uh, I can't, I don't even have room on a card to buy shrimp. I, you know, I can't do the fun things. Um, If you look at this particular uh, look around at your friends And just see how many of them are traveling during spring break and to what extent. Mm -hmm. If it's anything like my neighborhood, traveling is way down during the spring break. And where they're going, the types of places they're spending money on, those that are traveling, is also they've shifted to the less expensive uh, type stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. And that's just the reality of the times that we're in. Now, that's going to translate in the markets to the bottom line of many of these companies that sell. Things that are especially not absolutely necessary for human, sus- you know, sustainment. Yeah, um, and and that's why they are expecting the pullbacks. The retailers are expecting the pullbacks. Now, what can you do about that? If you know that it's coming, what can you do about it? All right. Well, there's different answers depending on whether you're looking at the wealth aspect or whether you're looking at the um, trading aspect. Yeah, more income. Right. So how about I approach the wealth and you approach the trading? Okay. Um, Because trading is more exciting to most people. Go ahead and tell them. Yeah. (laughs) All right?
1: Uh, I mean, there's, there's movement in the market just about every day that is usable in some way. So... It's not that you have to be a um, a guru and know exactly, hey, it's going to exactly turn here. It's going to go exactly here. You don't know that. But what you do is you just put all of the odds in your favor and you manage risk mm-hmm. to make sure that if the odds don't actually work out, hey, that's totally fine. I'll take that small loss, move on to the next one. It It is a very entertaining thing, but like I've said before, it should be almost tediously boring because it shouldn't be something that you're – Stressing about it. your hands are sweating, you're sitting there staring at a screen it It shouldn't be that way, but there is a lot of opportunity, but it also matters on the amount of money you have and mm-hmm. where you're putting it. If you're putting it into the stock market, trying to make income it's not going to be a very good place to have that
0: yeah, commodities are going to be much better
1: yeah, futures are going to be the place that are going to tax you less and give you more leverage so
0: yeah and and moving away from stocks that are likely going to take a dive no when when the stocks take a dive. You know, uh, what What retailers do is they buy goods that from manufacturers. Mm-hmm. And so if the retailers stop selling goods, then the manufacturers start, you know, the, they're producing goods, but it's not being sold. And so they eventually stop producing goods. Mm-hmm. That's where the jobs are going to be lost, you know, um, in those two activities. Uh, but then the raw goods materials start not being ordered. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a dive across the board, most likely being able to take advantage of the dive in the right areas is going to be very important in the near future. Yeah. Okay. Now in your wealth, what most people don't want to do is sell what they've got. All right. No, I've been told to just write it out. Fine. Learn how to use a put option to ensure your wealth mm-hmm. so that you have, if it does take a dive, at least you can sell out at the same price it is right now or whatever price you've agreed to. Mm-hmm. And buy a call option the right to buy something on something like the SH, which inverses the market. So it's going to go up when the S&P goes down, all right? If you want to know more about that and how to handle that, we've got two great options. We've got a three-day class. It's intensive. It's specifically for those that know that they want to trade and invest, and it might be right for you, okay? We've got two more in March, and I'm going to do this uh, here in the show just for march so if you can get into either next weekend or the weekend after that then give us a call because those are the two classes going give us a call um, at 8448 trader and just tell them you want the three-day class it's going to be 99 dollars instead of 299 which is a regular price okay or you can go to one of our free classes now to get into the free class again the number is 8448 trader but you just let them go ahead and put you into a class or text wealth to 25029. That's wealth to 25029. That's all the time we have. We'll see you next week.